In this segment, we begin a discussion of whether and to what extent Halacha recognizes non-Jewish inheritance norms that conflict with those of the Torah via doctrines such as Dina de Malchus Adina and Minog Mavatl Halacha. On pages 64 and 65 of the booklet, we have a famous chuva of the Rashba, Chelek Vav, Shemin Reishin and Dalad, She'ela, Maisahaya Beperpinyan, Ruvain Sheisias Bito Leia Shimon. Ruvain married his daughter Leia to Shimon, Vichmis Loima Sachmamad Benedunya, Ruvain provided his daughter Leia with a dowry, Vialdilo Bas, Leia and Shimon had a daughter, Vachakach Mesa Leia, then Leia died, Vachazman Mesa Gamken Abbas, Yaldilo, and then the daughter died. And now the question is, who inherits Leia's property, the Nedunya? Vachshav Ahmad Ruvain, Vitava Bedini Hagayim, Shiachzirlo, Osa Maman Hanadunya, Shechmislaum Leia Bito. Ruvain argued, and he was Tavea Bedini Hagayim in non Jewish court, he was non Jewish law, he was Tavea, the return of the Nedunya. Now he conceded that Bedini Yisrael, Bedin Torah, Shimon would inherit the property. Vafalpi Shabal Yerishishto, first, a husband is Yerish's wife, so when Leah died, Shimon is Yerisher. The Av is Bito, Bedina Yisrael. And a father is Yerish, a father is Yerish's daughter, Bedina Yisrael. So the, the daughter they had, when Leah and Shimon had a daughter, that if that daughter would inherit property, then again, he as the father stood to inherit his daughter. So he, Shimon, should get the property, and not and not Ruvain, the, the father-in-law, the Leah's father. Towing the Omer, She'ein Lachish Abal, we should not, we should ignore Yerusha Sabal, we should not follow Yerusha Sabal here, even though that's Din Torah. Everyone knows that in this community we follow non-Jewish law. Anyone who marries in Perpignan knows it's as though they stipulated that we're going to follow Dine Goyim and not follow the Torah's law of Yerusha Sabal. He brings Araya. The the Ruven brought a raya that we follow Minak, Mashamru, Gamli da Arbia, Yishigov Purnamam, Fisha Fisha Asmachtin Alam. Depends on the, what type of assets are can be used for collection. It depends on what people are so mechtas, what they assume. It depends on convention, in other words. So Valfish ain't Kubanigas and Metaltal, even though Mikra Din, Medina de Gamara, Ksuva's not governed Metaltalin, but in Gamli Daravia they were because that because that was the that was the minute he understood. That was people's assumption. People had were some echdas on that, so we so we we deviate from Dina de Gemara based on people's assumptions on convention. And he brings uh, and, and and he brings another raya from the Gaonim. What about the halacha that a father is Yerush's daughter? So even if the, even if you're going to say that Shimon the the husband isn't Yerush Leah, so then let Leah's daughter be Yerusher, and then the daughter died, so the father is Yerush's daughter. So again, Shimon should be Yerush. So that he says, Toen Shamela Chakak Mini Musab. Ruven said that the king passed an edict, passed a law, Shakol, Shayamas Havlad, Toksman Yadua. When a couple's child dies within a certain time frame, Shayamashiyeshlo Misata Aim, Liyar Shayha Aim. In such a case, we don't say that her, yar, that her, that her Yerusha passes to the Yarshe, to the Av, or to, the, to the, her father's side. It goes back to the Yarshe Haim. So again, he conceded that Alpidin Torah, Shimon would inherit his wife, and Shimon would inherit his daughter as well. But according to the, the Minhag, the Minhag was that they weren't knowing Yerusha Sabal, that they followed the they followed the Dine Hagayim. And regarding Yerusha Sa'av, he said we shouldn't do that either, because we should follow the Melech's law, that if the daughter dies within a time, certain time frame, which she apparently did, then the Yerusha passes back to him, the Yarshe Ha'em, and not to the daughter's father. So the Rashford begins by saying, 
Tshuva, in general, you're right. Call your first argument that that if there's a minhag or a tznai, a minhag is as though there's a tznai, we usually follow the minhag in Dine Mamanus. Call we, uh, we, that, that, that we do find such time that we say that at any, at any, any time that the Rashba says, wherever the minig is to make it tonight, even if it's not, it was not made explicitly, we follow the, we follow the, the, the default, the standard tonight. Anyone who marries follows these minhagim. These if the minig was to make a certain tonight, then the tonight is assumed, even if it wasn't explicitly stipulated. So in general, yes. In general, you're able to make a tznai, and in general, even if the tznai was not made in a particular case, we would follow, if, if the tznai is usually made, we follow the minog. So your general argument, in general, is correct, he says. However, your application of it to this case is absolutely wrong. He says, That's a tznai, a general type of tznai, but a tznai, a minog, that's because of Mishpat HaGayim, that's because of non-Jewish law, Be'emeth Nerli Sha'asr, you're not allowed to do that. Fishu Machakes HaGayim, you're aping, you're imitating the Gayim, Fizeshez Hira Torah, Lefneim Vlofnei Gayim, this is included in the Torah's prohibition that we have to adjudicate disputes in Jewish courts and not non-Jewish courts. Even if both parties mutually agree, and it's a civil matter, it's Dabr Shemaman, which normally they can make whatever arrangements they want, the Torah did not allow the Jewish people, his nation, that we are Hashem's Nachla, to do whatever we want, for us to honor and to venerate the laws of the Goyim and, 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 their, and their rules. You're not even allowed to go to them to adjudicate a dispute, and the Rashba understands, this is a major Chiddush, Post can discuss this, the Rashba understands that included in that, the, the, the well-known Isser, that you can't adjudicate a dispute in non-Jewish court, included in that is this, that you can't accept upon yourself a legal framework of non-Jews. You, you can't accept upon yourself a minhag to, to, to resolve disputes based on a choice of law provision, to, to resolve disputes based on non-Jewish law. That's included in the Isser of the, the din of Lofneim, Lofnei Goyim, Das, a place that has Torah, that has Das. He says, how can they have such a minog? It, it's completely wrong. It's against the Torah. How can they tolerate such a thing, which is absolutely forbidden according to our Torah? This is absolutely wrong. The Rashba then proceeds to refute the arguments of the Shoel in favor of following the minog. And he says, again, he concludes on the next page, on page... 65, he says to, uh, he says, so, so, so far he's been dealing with the first argument of Ruvain, that, that we should ignore Yerusha Sabal because the minhag is, is to copy the Goyim and to not, and to not practice Yerusha Sabal. The second argument of the father, that he wanted to abolish Yerusha Sa'av as well, he wanted to say that his granddaughter should not be inherited by his son-in-law, which would be the Dintara. Instead, the, the Nachla should revert to him. The Rashba does not mince words about that either. He says, he says, in the first paragraph on page 65, to be oker, the, the Nachla that a father should inherit his children, 
Someone who follows the law, the king's rule, and tries to be oker, the Yerusha of the Avala Banim, is he's being he's being he's casting down the walls of the Torah. He's oker shorish va'anaf va'Torah miyado tevakeish umar ba'hono b'zeh b'pol kap of nokeish v'omer ani shakala somech b'zeh lomra shemutrim shemdin malchusa. Anyone who argues that we should follow the law, we should be oker the nachla daraisa because din malchusa dina toe he he errs v'gazlan who he's a thief v'gzele yashiv v'chasle dafilu gzele yashiv rasha mikre v'zeh perik hakones. You're being okay, nachla. You can let daughters be Yerush and sons. This is, according to the Rashba, self-evidently absurd. Someone who does this is completely uprooting all the laws of our perfect Torah. According to you, that we just follow the law. Why, who needs all the Svarim, the, the Svarim of the Mishnah and the Gemara that were composed by Rebbe and the Mishnah and Ravina and Ravashi, the Gemara? Why bother? Go to law school. Yilmadu Espanayim, Dine Hagayim. We should just teach our sons. They should just teach their sons the laws of the non-Jews. V'yivnu lehem bamas tluos v'beis midrashe Hagayim. A very sharp pun on beis midrashe Hagayim, beis midrashe Hagayim, the Lushen of Tumah. Chalila lotiyekizos be Yisrael chas v'shalom to just follow the law and over and replace Yerusha shel Torah shema tachker atara leasak the Torah will gird itself in sackcloth absolutely unacceptable. For the rest of the tshuva, the Rashba then gets into a technical discussion of when the Malchus applies, when it doesn't apply. But be so advarim, the Rashba says we absolutely cannot say dinin Malchus dina to be okay Yerusha shel Torah. So the two parts of the tshuva, the first part of the tshuva, the Rashba says, we cannot, even though a minog and a tnai in general in Dinei Mamanus is fine, but not to copy the Gayim, that's Niklal in the Isra of Lufneim, below Lufnei Gayim. And the second part of the tshuva, to follow Dinei Malchusa, to be Oker, Yerusha Shaltara, Chas V'Shalom, we absolutely cannot do that. Chalila, and he, uh, and he says that, that he, says, he, says, we, he says, we absolutely can't do that. And, uh, and 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 we, we so he 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 rejects the claims of Ruvain, the father-in-law, that for him to be Yarish is the Nadunya that he gave that he gave to his daughter. On the next page, on page sixty-six, we have a brief tshuva in the Marik. The Marik was talking about a question of using a of using a minhag of invoking a minhag to override to replace uh, Yerusha Shaltara. The the Marik says. That he says that he says you asked me this question a while ago. I lost the letter. Somebody wanted to uh, remove the din to uh, eliminate the din of the inheritance of the bechar of getting pishnayim. But Amro, that it's not the minag here. We have a klal. Yerushalmi brings a klal minag mevatel halacha. And the Chinagu Ba'aretahi, in, in that area, in that land, the Minagwa is Lahashra Sabakar Vapasha to give them equal shares, the Khelak Echelak Yitl. Says the Marik, absolutely not. Nira Devar Pashut, Yosemri Bayasa Bakutcha, Shain Baminag Zamamish. There is no that we absolutely we absolutely do not follow this Minag. Shrekasa Mardachai. He brings a proof, proofs from Rishonim that we don't follow every Minag. Some in Hagim are just bad and wrong and we don't follow them. Kasama Mardachai Bresh Parakapolam Khaz. The Yushalmi does say Minig Mavatl Halacha. The Kasabar Zerua, don't you Minakavu Al Pichachme Amakum? It has to be a well established Minag based on the local Chachamim. 
It has to be a minog of, of veteran chachamim, of distinguished people. A minog which has no basis in the Torah, no proof from the Torah. That's just considered making an error of judgment. There are many bad minhagim that we don't follow. It talks about the, the, a, a building, the, the mutual obligation that neighbors have to build a fence to separate their properties. There were different minhagim. Some of them used more expensive and more durable materials, different types of stone. Some of them used less expensive and less durable materials. The Gemara enumerates various types of minhagim, various different minhagim. But Rabbeinu Tam says there are limits. Within certain limits, there can be a minag to, to, to make the trade-off between more expense and between more expense and more, and more durability. But beyond that, if there's such a thing, if the minag is, if, if it's too extreme, that it's, uh, then, then we don't follow the minag, Rabbeinu Tam says. That's called, uh, that, that, that's a bad minag. And we don't follow a minag, only, only, only minagim within reason. Even ordinary issues of mammon, where we say, Nevertheless, we say like Sirius Parlim, like like the employment, the halacha of employment, a mechitza shemein hashutfim, fences between partners or neighbors. Ena minig mevatal shuras adin elam kein humina kavu al pivasikim has to be an established minig established by vasikim. For tzarshiel arayim in Torah, it has to have a source in the Torah. Dim lokin arayim kamin hagim agruim. If not, the the flip side of that, it's a minig garuah. It's a bad minig. Sheina nu holchem achrayim. We don't follow such minhagim. Kolshkein v'kolshkein. The minog in our case to be oker the yerushas bachar sheoker din torah mevatel yerushas din abachar shein lelech shein lelech is acher of chalila chas v'shalom to follow such a minog to be oker yerushas bachar vaot pshita to lagaram machem shenagulases gvil yosir al vav trachem if the minog was to make a make a fence out of gvil a certain type of stone but uh, more than six trachem. We say the Amar Hasim ain't halchan achrav. Meishu minak shdus. That that's silly to make to make it more than six tvachim. Again, different sizes can be legitimate, but too big is is just shdus. We don't follow minhagim that are shdus. Vaod loye kachem minak gadol mikach shnas entar lechal adam lehanchal esbanav. Marik goes on and he and, and he, can, he proceeds to argue in the last paragraph for the tshuva why we shouldn't follow the minhag. And at, and, and at the end of the at the, at the end at the end of the tshuva he concludes again. To establish a sweeping and general rule that no Bechar should get Pishnayim. To make such a Takana that would apply even when he doesn't use a Lashon Matana, which is the one valid way of doing it. The Sugin Babastra, we, we discussed in the previous week, distinguishes between whether you say it Belashon Matana or Belashon Yerusha. When a person writes a will, he can give away his property. The matana, but 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 saying that plony yirish or lo yirish often doesn't work, and the, because that's called being okay, that's called being matmashikasta The Torah says the yarshim are yarish, and you're saying different yarshim should be yarish. You can't do that, except according to Yochanan Broka, someone who is yirish. But but in general, in general, you you can't try to redesign the Torah's laws of Yerusha. That's called okay government Torah. Certainly, the Marik says to have a minhag. To have a minhag that anyone who uh, that, that any bechar is not yerush without any part any tanai at all by the father, just to say that no bechar should should be, should get pishnayim. Pshita de'ain akira mashikasa b'torah gadol mizeh. There is no greater akira of the Torah, and such a minhag avad we don't follow. Similar to the Rashba, the Rashba talked about din malchusa and said we can't follow din malchusa to be okered in Torah. 
The Marik talks about a minute to be ochered in Torah. The Marik says we cannot have such a minute. The When the Rashba talked about minhag, the Rashba said that you can have a minhag just that it uh, you can't be you can't be mechake agayim that, that you can't have a minhag to copy the gayim. The Marik says a minhag to be ochered the Yerushas bechar is, uh, is is like a minhag garua. It's not a minhag vasikin. It's in Akira's government at Torah, and we don't follow such a minhag. On the next page, on page on page sixty seven, we have a tshuva the Radvaz. That a, that a, a bit of a different perspective. The Radvaz is in Chelik Aleph Simon Samach Zayin. The Radvaz seems to concede that uh, that that we wouldn't follow a minute to be Oker Yerusha Shel Torah, but we we would follow a minute to be Oker a Yerusha Midrabada. The Marik was actually talking about a charitable bequest that someone had made a hektish a, a, a star in which he donated property to in, in, in which there was a dona- there, was, there was a donation of. It, it was a woman actually that that, that she she made a hectish. She, she do, the hectish was what they used to call uh, donations to tzedakah. They, they, they don't. She donated property to to, to this hectish, and she did it with a star that was in Barco Zayim. Not a star drafted al pialacha, but a star that was done according to the legal forms. So the the Radvaz is discussing whether such a star is valid or not, and he says that it is, and he says that and that the that the minog is. He says the minog was that that the. Minog Hamadina, he says in the second column that for 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 a long time that the, the minog is that that we we do we do consider such daras valid, and then the Rashba writes about halfway and down the, the Radvaz writes but halfway down the second column he writes Vim Tomar Halacha Talmud. I'm telling you we we should follow the minhag, but Lachari he says we only say minhag mevatel halacha with respect to a dinner of the Talmud. A dinner of the Talmud, a dinner the Chazal said can be uprooted by a minhag minhag mevatel halacha. If it's basically only a din of the Talmud, it's not Daraisa, even though there's a Smachman Amikra. If it's not really a Mefurusha Daraisa, we can say Minig Mavatal Halacha. Says the Radvaz, We're dealing with Yerusha, inheritance, which is, which is black and white Torah law, ain't a Minig Mavatla, then there's no Minig for that. The Radvaz brings a raya, and then he says that it should be included in the rule that So the Radvaz holds its pashut that you cannot have a minog similar to the Marik, but he says it's pashut you cannot have a, a minog to mevatel Yerusha shel Says the Radvaz lo If the minog was about Yerusha itself, there was a minog that a certain heir shouldn't inherit. The daughter of a sister. Like the Marik said, you can't have a minog to be Oker Yerusha. We're dealing with her gift, her charitable gift. That, that's not the Yerusha, that's a question of her matana. Since the minog is in that area, in the minog of the Medina, is that we follow. That we follow the, we, we allow such daras, we consider them valid, valid, minig vatal halacha, we're not being okay, Yerusha, we're just making the matana into a matana. Uvalashan matana, yachal harbos, lazeh, lamayit lazeh. A person's able to make matana, so lahashvos, laham bachar, that a person's allowed to do, vachin shindu perikesh nochlin. So the minna can just validate her matana. Teda, shorantin, maman mikacha minag. And the Kolshkein Shemafkiim Yerusha Belashem Matana Mikach Aminag. So that's the Radvaz's Chiluk. You can't have a minog to be Oker the Yerusha Shel Torah. You can have a minog to validate a Matana which Alpidim Torah might not be valid. And then he says, "Visu 
Kiladasa Rambam, Kiladasa Mefarshim Zal, Yerusha Sabal, Medivrei Sofrim. We discussed this in the, the first week that there is a there is a machlokus in the Gemara and a machlokus uh, poskim whether Yerusha Sabal. Everyone agrees the Baal is Yerish, but there's a machlokus whether that's Daraisa or Drabanan. The Rambam and some poskim say Yerusha Sabal is Divrei Sofrim is Drabanan. Upshita de Nefkas al Back to his original chiluk. Things in the Talmud, even if they have smach b'mikra, and certainly dinim drabanan could be uprooted by a minag. Things in the Torah can't. So he agrees to the Marik that Yerusha Shel Torah cannot be overridden by a minag, but Yerusha midrabanan, like Yerusha Sabal, according to those poskim that say it's drabanan, there we will follow a minag. There, there, there we will follow a minag to be oker, to be oker Yerusha drabanan. On pages. On pages 68 and 69, we have a tshuva of the Taras Chaim, also dealing, also dealing with questions about, uh, about Minog to be Oker Yerusha. He, he, he also argues at length, uh, that he also argues at length that, that, that we are not going to follow the Minog to be Oker Yerusha. He brings the Rashba, that we're certainly not going to follow a Minog that's to imitate the, the non-Jews. He has many other arguments why we're not going to follow the Minog. So the Marchash in his Taras Chaim, on the, 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 the Marchash in his, his Taras Chaim, on pages on pages sixty eight and sixty nine, he says that also we don't we don't follow Minuk. On page seventy of the booklet, we have a very important and much discussed tshuva of the Premosha, Moshe ben Venisti, Chelik Bey, Simon Tezvav. He's discussing the scenario where there are sons and daughters and a Yerusha, and Alpidin Torah. Of course, the sons are entitled to the entire Yerusha, and the daughters get nothing. But according to non-Jewish law, the daughters were entitled to a share of the Yerusha. How does Halacha view this case? He brings three opinions. He says, The case was that, according to Nimus Hagayim, according to Turkish law, the daughters were entitled to a certain share of the state, and it was titled in their name, Mitzana Motili, some type of Turkish institution. So the, the the property was now titled in the daughters' names. Havaragal Harav Lomar, Rebichil Basan held, the Ein Habanos and Iskaros, Hayuchayavos, Lachsur, Lahaktavos, Suachelek, Al Habanam, Hayoshim, Kavitarasain. The daughters are not obligated, cannot be compelled to transfer the title to the sons. Not because he held that they're entitled to the property. The Primosha explains. Hagam held that they're actually entitled to the property. That if the law says that they're that they're yarshos, then halacha recognizes that as well. Ravirmiya says they're actually entitled to whatever the law grants them because of the doctrine of din mochusadina. Not like the Rashba apparently says the says the Moshe, That's not what Ravichil Basan held. So all Revirmia's contemporaries disagreed. They all said that we don't follow Dina Mokusadina to override the Dina Yerusha the Torah. They completely rejected that position. Nevertheless, with regard to the Rebbechil Batsan's position was, it's true, he agreed with, with the consensus that rejects Rebbechil There are one or two Achron who held like that, but, but it's virtually uh, it's virtually a Das Yachid. But nevertheless, when it comes to the obligation of the daughters to transfer the title of the property to the sons, she's not to do that. 
And if the son needs the property to be titled in his name, he has to settle with his sister. He has to pay her something. He has to negotiate with her until they reach a mutual agreement. So Revirmia said, he's the most extreme. He said, she's actually entitled to the property. She doesn't have to give it up. It's hers. Revichil Basan, along with Kol Chachmei the, the overwhelming consensus, including Revichil Basan, is that we do not follow Din Malchusadina. The daughters are not entitled to keep the property. But nevertheless, they're also not obligated to just transfer over the title to the sons without compensation. If the sons want their cooperation, they have to settle with them. They have a stalemate. The sons are entitled to the property Alpidim, but the daughters are not obligated to cooperate in the transfer of title. So they have to work out, uh, work out an agreement where the sons typically would give the daughters something and they would agree to, to sign it over to the sons. There's a third sheet, Vavki Reisi, Lamaritzal, Sheikholik, Afosfaris, Rebichiel. Lamaritz is on the other extreme of Rebirmia. Lamaritz says, Vahimachayev Labas, Lasus, Paragat, Tachelik, Akasiv, Alshma, Alshem Habem, Chinamain, Kasef. He says, no, the daughters are actually mechuyavos to sign away their inheritance, to sign away the property, to title it to the sons without charging anything. Just like if I find a lost wallet, I have to return it. I'm not entitled to charge. I, I can't say, well, I know it's your wallet, but if you want it back, I want you to pay me a ransom for it. You can't do that. So, too, the, it's the son's property. We don't say Dina. The daughters ha- have an obligation, to help the sons come into their property to access it, to, to get a title in their name, without charging. They, they, they can't extort money. They can't hold the property for ransom. It's not theirs. Moshe says, we have three shittas. On one extreme, we have Rav Yirmiya, that we, the daughters are actually entitled to the property if the law grants it to them, because the din the Torah accepts that. On the, on the other extreme, we have the Marit, who says, not only are they not entitled to the property, they're actually obligated to cooperate with the sons to help them access the property, to title it in their name, and they can't charge for that. In the middle, we have the sheet of Revichil Basan, who says it's true that the daughter is not entitled to the property, but also they are entitled to withhold, they are at least entitled to withhold their cooperation and not sign and not title the property to the sons unless they reach agreement, unless they're paid for it. Many later, Akron discussed this chuva. The consensus, as I understand it, the dominant position is the middle one of Revichil Basan. Many posts can say that, many say the minig was like that, that the minig was, even though the daughters can't take the property, they do have the right to charge, to charge for their cooperation. If the sons want them, want, the sons want them, need them to cooperate and want them to sign over the property to them, they have to reach mutual agreement, which typically involves the sons giving the daughters some portion of the estate.